This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. I did not appreciate how important eyesight was until I had some corrective surgery on my eyes. We ran into some complications and I was legally blind for three days. I couldn't see anything, and I mean anything, clearly. Eventually, my eyesight improved, and I ended up with 2010 vision in both eyes. However, it was a hellish three days. I don't want to go through that again, and I really don't want anyone I know to go through that either. For a couple of years after that experience, I had an unbelievable passion for eye safety. Who wouldn't? Eye protection today on Safety Wars. Across all OSHA regulations, the same basic requirements exist for all PPE, including eye protection. An employer needs to do an assessment of eye hazards in the workplace, and if eye hazards cannot be eliminated using the hierarchy of controls, then your employer needs to supply some type of eye or face protection. What are some of the basics of eye protection? It needs to meet current ANSI, that's ANSI Z87 requirements. If it's not ANSI Z87 approved, they're not safety glasses. It's real simple. If you are dealing with high levels of dust or dangerous liquids, some type of dust goggles or chemical protective goggles should probably be worn. There are many different styles and models of safety glasses, from an amber colored one for low light conditions, laser protective glasses and goggles, welding goggles and shields, and various tints or various applications. But the important thing is that you need to do an assessment for what you need. One of the questions I get all the time is, should I wear eye protection at all times? I always say yes, especially in the environmental and construction industry, because you may not be able to control for anyone else's hazards and may be only able to control for your own. You are relying on a whole lot of stuff to go right all the time, and I don't think it's realistic not to wear a pair of safety glasses, especially today in 2021. And remember, protective eyewear is always the last thing you want to rely on for eye protection. Just like a seatbelt in a car does not mean you can now drive recklessly, wearing safety glasses does not mean that you can do risky things and expose yourself to eye hazards. Sort of like, hey, here's an eye hazard, let me test it out with these safety glasses. Can't do that. So, here's another one. I'm wearing a face shield. Do I also have to wear safety glasses or goggles underneath it? The answer is yes, because usually safety uh, face shields are not ANSI Z87 approved, but you really need to check with the manufacturer. A couple of years ago, I had a problem where someone said, I'm not wearing safety glasses because I'm wearing this really nifty face shield, and I was told I don't have to wear safety glasses underneath it. Lo and behold, I call up the manufacturer. The manufacturer says, that's an outright lie. However, it's an outright lie we hear about every day. So here is Safety Wars story time. Wouldn't be Safety Wars without a story. I have two of them. In addition to the one I just gave you, both actually happened. There was a major sunglass manufacturer that had the reputation of exceeding ANSI requirements. 
So we used to get the excuse, especially from engineers and scientists that hated safety glasses. I'm wearing these nifty safety glasses that meet or exceed ANSI requirements. Right, there's always one or two of these people on every project. This was pre-internet days, so it always led into an argument and no one would ever back you up as the safety guy. The internet came into existence. The manufacturer ended up posting on their website that, hey, it's true, we might meet or exceed ANSI requirements, but our glasses are not to be used as protective eyewear. This notice and the safety gla the glasses becoming more stylish seems to have eliminated this issue. However, occasionally I still hear about it and people new in the industry might not know how to respond to this. If you're a safety guy, well, what do you say? Well, you say, if it's not ANSI Z87 approved, it's not a pair of safety glasses. Story number two. The other one is on prescription safety glasses. So this is the scenario. Jim, I went to the same day eyeglasses place. They told me that my $500 designer frame glasses were safety glasses. Sorry, Joe. They're not safety glasses. They're not Z87 approved. Jim, you don't sell safety glasses, so you don't know what you're talking about. My response is really simple for this one. They mean that the glasses do have safety features, like they won't shatter or splinter in your eye or something like that. That does not mean that they are ANSI Z87 approved. If they did sell them to you on this basis and you bought what they were saying to you, they lied to you and you should probably ask for your money back. And, you know, finally, why aren't you angry at them like you're angry at me? They're the ones who lied to you, after all. Then, if that doesn't suffice, what, what's the next thing? Give me the name of the person and the place where they sold it to you so I can give a safety training class to them. Right, there's an opportunity for a new customer here. Strangely enough, I never get that info, and the person ends up getting the correct equipment. Let me point out that there are prescription ANSI-approved safety glasses or over-the-glasses safety equipment available for all of these situations. Eye injuries are one of the last injuries you want to have, and remember, you only get one set of eyes. For safety wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.